Oh, wow. Yeah, look who decided to show up. Sheesh, bro, I was confused as much. Were you outside waiting? I was I was on the other side. So I just, I just walked up. Long time, I see. <laughs> hey, let me see that cut. But the dude got nah, me he's tough. Not, I told you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that. This is, he know we tennis players. That's so the thing, yeah. What's going on? Hello. What's Still, please. Hello. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, feed him. His nickname is The Mountain, so you got to feed him. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> we better go crazy. Thank you so much. Yeah. So when's the first time you met Ben, bro? Uh, he was playing Winter Nights in Orlando. I don't know if I was just training down you were there training. or if I was living down there. I don't think I was like actually full-time living down there yet. So I looked up when Ben was playing and I knew the time. So like I walked out the back of the indoor courts and he was out there serving and volleying and like coming in there and like, yeah. yeah like, I was just like, like missing yeah, like, every backhand I had. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh man, like it's gonna be good. Like from there. So like that was the first time I saw him. We were, I was just standing over there talking with Brian. And then literally a year later, clinched the national championship. And then the next time I started really hanging out with him, we said the Carry Challenger. He yeah. was in Qualies, he was playing Pebble Rockets. I'll never forget, because I was, <laughs> me and Phil were shopping with me, and we were walking like into the, the courts. And all of a sudden, I just kept hearing like, boom. <laughs> yeah, you don't like call it that. Boom. <laughs> like, I was like, who's serving this big? Like, what's this? And it was like Qualies. So I'm like, this first round, Qualies, he tired up, yeah. he's screaming. And then I'm sitting with Phil, and I'm like, yeah, that's going to calm down. Like, there's no way he can keep that same energy. Like, the heat. And then, sure enough, like, he didn't kept it. And I'm just like, I'm like, how is this possible? It was so funny watching him during the screen. And open. I'm like, first game of the match, serving. He goes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, played three out of five. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but the, the thing is, he started calming down a little bit in some of the matches. Australia, like, I remember, yeah. I think it was, I think maybe, yeah, yeah, or something. like, first set, like, he got the break, and he just, like, gave one of them, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no, no, yeah. oh, he's learning. He's learning. You gotta pace yourself. Like, okay, look at him. Yeah, I come out there like it's a little hot. I'm like, I can't be screaming for four hours. You whole forearm will lock up. Here's a question: Who would you least rather play in Australia? Well, you've done it, but an Australian on a rowdy Australian court or an Italian in Rome? Nah, it depends. It depends. It depends. I'd rather play in Australia against an Australian. Bro, I I didn't realize. Nah, Italy they hate you, bro. I had no idea Rome or the Italians get that crazy. I think I think I'd rather play in a uh, sorry Australian in Australia just because a it's a hard court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and then and then also like it's it's the wild wild west in Rome, bro. Anything goes, bro. I feel like in Rome, I didn't I didn't see it up close, but I feel like they fans like. Damn, they will spit on you. So Ben, tell me how your game represents. But you're supposed Kelsey. to tell me. I feel like for the most part, I got a big personality, not as big as yours, but I'm kind of, you know, I'm bigger than you. I'm kind of like a mini version of you. Like mini I, version. <laughs> Bro, I'll be honest. I, 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 I wouldn't say you a mini version of him. He reminds me a lot of myself, though. Yeah, yeah. He does, man. How old are you? Nineteen? Twenty. Twenty. Think of me at twenty. Coming in like I'm loud. I'm come on. I'm in everybody's yeah. face. We never stop smiling. Me never or stop him. smiling. Like he, and he plays that way. That's he's fair. He's serving big. Like he, come on. Like that's fair. But what I was he's hitting these flashy I've shots. Ne- I, he is, and he's smiling. He he's is, smiling. He hits the flashy he compete, shot. He's competing hard. He's smiling like crazy. I've never seen him take points off. Like oh, if, no, he's like a, if he's if no, he's no. setting a double break. Yeah, he's still out there. Like, 
<laughs> which I'd be like, bro, you gotta chill. Like, you got it. Like, the match is pretty much yours. I've seen you. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. Go dropper, kind of like walk up. Like, if you got the break, you know, it's in hand, you're cruising. Like, I've seen like that level. I've seen the, like, I feel like his flashy shots are like tennis shots still. Like, he just hit a forehand 110 miles an hour on the outside of the, like, around the net post, and it lands in. Your flashy shots is like the Sam Gross dropper, turn around, <laughs> and then just run to a side and have volley it up the line. Like, like your flashy shots are like, Oh my God, that's like, what, what, like what the, that? the feel around it yeah. is like different. Like you, you like, count, like you'll throw somebody like high and loopy this way, drop her this way, lob them this way. He's like, more you creative. Do, yeah. You're creative. Yeah, I'm yeah. just ben athletic. Is, he, he just he be out there lacing that thing. And if he hit a flashy shot, it's kind of like a. No, he's more talented he's than very, me. He's very, he's very like he's like raw and like he's yeah, he's very raw. He plays raw and personality is raw. Yeah. Like it's just like this is me, that kind of thing. Like. Ben's person, like, but like also, I get think that's the similarity. I wear everything on my sleeve. You both are like we that. We both wear it on us. Like I and I would say like even like my my game shows. I'm very like, well, obviously I'm I'm like you know when I'm in the room. I'm I'm loud just like you. I'm loud as shit. I'm always laugh. I'm always laughing. I'm always like in everybody's face. But then I'm also like, I'm I'm very like laid back. So you can see it in some play. Like yeah, sometimes. you can see it at some point. Like, but I feel like that, the thing is, I think that's majority of players. Like you can see when even good players like take points off. You know how Rafa always has that, everybody looks at Rafa as like, he never takes points off, he never takes points off, which, like, he doesn't for the most part. But that's the crazy thing, like, you, like, you don't really, like, I was talking about somebody today, like, you don't really, like, on the court, like, you don't really, except when you play in France, Tiafa, bro, you are on one when you play. I say stuff to Ruan, I say stuff in the corners, when I go to my tower. I'm like, your personality. Yeah, I'd say stuff, like, slick, like, to the box, I don't say, like, yeah, I'm not like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think, no, I think it's like, his actual playing are like, he's very... Like he's powerful, he he he's big, like and Chris is like like off court, like he's not afraid to get his point across <laughs> like at any point. Like he's he's <laughs> like he's like, What does that mean? Not afraid to get his point across. No, 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 you talking a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah no, Chris is like Coco would have been great to be here for this. Cause she'd be like, Oh, I can tell you about all of y'all. Coco just swears she didn't know it all. But I think uh I think we all pretty much like have like loud games, bro. Like Yeah. All can light it up, like. Dude, everybody, I, all of us had that. We can have those like Pretty, bro, five you, or six minutes. Like, bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the. But if you, if you got some black in, you can light it up. <laughs> like, oh, you black, you can light it up. Cause I was gonna. I got a little bit. You black, you can light it up. You got a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's why you had to say. Y'all, that's, that's that's why you had to say. He's like, I'm I got a little bit. Who <laughs> <laughs> represent? <clears throat> I feel like all everybody, everybody here, like, can have those like ten minute stints. Where you can where the ball seems this big, mm. and when it is like that, it's kind of like there's really not much you can do except if you're playing against it, except try to weather the storm out. When I played Manorino in Miami this year, we came on court, started off a match. I started off kind of slow, but I still got up two one. We had to leave the court for a rain roll. Came back. I never drink coffee like ever, but it was late. I was like, man, let me try a double espresso. So I actually had a triple espresso right before I went on. That's crazy. That's crazy. I went on court. When I say I played the best 10 minutes of tennis in my entire life from 2-1 to 4-1. I got, I... You better start drinking coffee every day. I broke and held. I think broke at 15, held at love. I had two volleys in which I just carved it. I, I took a forehand, a short angle approach off the right leg, spanked it up the line. Manorino comes over, puts good wood on a cross, and I just carved the inside of a backhand volley that hits and just tails away from it. He runs it down and then, like, slings his right. He has coffee it. every day, about to be top 10, too. And I was sitting up there like... He ain't gonna take my hand if he is though. Did you see that handshake? 
You didn't see the Manorino handshake? Oh, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. It was good. It was, I didn't, in the moment, I was so confused of like, I won the match. I didn't pay much attention to it because also I'm standing at the net wait, waiting. When he got to like the service line area, I can tell by his body language, this ain't gonna be no friendly handshake. So I wasn't expecting it. When he got like to the service, I was like, oh yeah, this is about to be a quick little, and he like, we did it and I was like, didn't really say nothing and walked off. And then the moment I came off the court, Coco takes me right after the match. She goes, what was up with the handshake? I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't realize it at the time. Like I had no, I didn't even process it. And then I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, that's cold. Like, we, ain't, we ain't even had no beef or nothing. Like it was just, I think it was just, I was playing well. And it was kind of one of those things, like you say, you just hope and pray. And it's just like, I was lighting the ball up. He also, like, think, he also probably thought he was going to go to the next round. He probably did. I mean, I think he had, Fourth round or quarter Miami before. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. So he likes Miami. He shot like, me. Yeah, he did get you. Y'all had a little. Y'all had some fun too. I think you didn't you pop like a 147 in that match? I don't know. Everybody be exaggerating how fast my service is. Mm -hmm. What does it feel like, honestly? Wait, you can, what's your, like, if you go step up to the line and like, I'm going to try to pop it. Like, to be honest with you, no, you're the second fastest server at Australia. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, it, it only, it seems like, at those two slams, for whatever reason, I get to the line, I can hit rockets. Everywhere else, I don't feel like Well, Australia is hot, though. Hot, light ball, fast courts. I've always served bigger in Australia. At the open, too, bro. At the open, I... Even, even at your game, I'm serving rockets, bro. At Cincy, it moves crazy, bro. That's the biggest I can serve. In Cincy? Because it flies through the air nice, so it's effortless. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can swing half speed and hit aces to my spots. No, and good. then when I go after it, it's like... Biggest server ever had. No, it's good, it's good, it's good. The balls this year, though, at or last year at Cincy were like mad light. Remember that? Bro, so like, okay, like obviously speaking of, of why we're here in the first place, fans need to fucking move around and whatever and, and, yeah. and all that. And obviously this is why we're here of, of the UTS and whatever. What do, what do you, like, how do y'all, how do y'all feel about that? Here's the, here's the one thing that I'll say that's different about basketball and football. Like in basketball, fans are moving, but the rim that you focus on is still. Like, it's that you you can all that background, but as long as you can still see the rim, you're fine. In tennis, well, let's say fan comes and wearing one of them bright Nike tennis color shirts and they walking in behind as you like playing in the rallies, it's gonna be a problem. Like, I think that in the immediate close to the court, they can't move. All the up top, they can do whatever they want. My thing is though, like, me playing on Ash, I'm playing Alcaraz crazy points. They're standing up anyways. They're gonna do it anyway, whether they're quiet or not. They're, oh, oh, oh! They're doing that, and that's different than walking during the point. That's different than like than if, like when a ball goes up. And yeah, that's two thousand. That's, that's fair. You have a perspective. I don't. You have a perspective. I don't. Two thousand yeah. people are up. I promise you. I hand on God. Promise you. That ball go up. You ain't seen. You ain't seen none of these people. Yeah, because of the because of the moment. Yeah, but that that's true. So like when when I'm like even when I play. And uh, when I played center in Armstrong and like the crowd got loud, but then all of a sudden they got, I, I did my hand like this and they got really loud. And when I turned around, I was like, damn, it's almost packed in here. Like that was the first time. And this was in the second, second set that I ever looked around. Like you don't, your eyes stay on the court to your box and maybe like two or three rows up. You don't really look all up here. Like here's my thing. You just open the floodgates and you just like, all right, people should start moving around all the Can't line. do that though. It has to be gradual. Like I say, you start with the, if you're in that section right close to the court, you can't. You can't. Can. But if you're in it, the next one up and the next one up, y'all can do whatever because, you want. Because like, cause, cause, it but, doesn't bother you. And, the, and, that's, and that's why I said the comment even at first, because if you're playing, I'm playing you. We're playing on And I'm tripping about someone on 300 section. That's a problem. Like you, you, you ain't, you're not focused. You're nervous though. You're you, not focused. You, you're not locked in. Like you, you stressed out. Like I'm, you must be beating that ass. Like there's, there's, there's something going on. Because yeah. like that person 300 seconds, that it's ain't bothering no me. bearing on what your ability to That ain't bothering me. I'm sorry. That ain't bothering me. I agree.
And then as far as playing with noise, I practice most time with, with speakers going loud. Yeah, the, the noise, the, the I don't noise really have a, thing, I don't really I don't, have a problem with the talking. The talking part don't really bother me. The talking only bothers me is because they're quiet. So, so when someone yells, it's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. But if everyone was talking. But what the problem is going to come is going to be like a high sitter, like you break point, you get a high four and then this goes right before. Like, I'm, we'll, we will adjust to it. We'll get used to it. But it's already, it's already loud, though, so it doesn't matter. Yes. The one thing that I always thought was weird when people would try to compare college tennis, which I see what they're trying to say, because like when you're playing six matches in a row, it's like background noise. You hear the yeah. come on on court four, but you don't really focus. But also the crowd's going nuts. The crowd's going nuts. It'd be a crazy point on three, and they're going nuts, and you're sitting a second serve. Like, But it's because, like you say, it's constant noise, so you don't really focus in on it. But even in college, when you're the last match on, they get quiet. They get quiet. When you're the one match when everybody's looking at you, they're not yelling. They sit up there, they wait for you to bounce, and then they're like, they watch you play tennis. Yeah. That's the one thing that's different about like pro tennis and college tennis. Like, yeah, if it's constant noise going on in the background, players are going to be fine. But also in tennis, you kind of do need to hear the ball. The noise can't be too loud. Like, you need to hear the ball. At least I think so. Because I think I get I get a lot of information from the sound of the ball. Because like, because if a guy ropes it, I need to know you. I need to know, especially like if he's defending deep in the corner and he has, and you can't really hear it, so you don't know if like, oh, that's coming big or like it looks like it's coming, and then it gets in on you fast. You're like, that's oh, all, shit. That's all adjusting though. Players are going to adjust no matter what. Players are gonna adjust. Like, but, that, but I that. think, but I think, like, like, like the biggest thing, if you bring like, a, like, Ocho Cinco, right? He goes to the bathroom, come back. He gotta wait two games to come back in. Yeah, that's a bit stupid. I, I, that I, stuff's gotta stop. Well, how long is two games? Like, they don't know tennis. How long is two games? Yeah. What is that? That that's killing the vibe. That's killing the entertainment. I, I, I asked Ocho. I was like, hey, do, hey, do you want to bring your your daughters and stuff? And his his literally his answer was, uh, man, they wouldn't know how to be quiet and when to sit and stay still. We're killing people that. Rock with tennis, bro. The question is to this is, how are we going to attract younger fans? I think, for one, the, the better young talent that keeps coming up, like, that's going to attract more yeah, fans, yeah, too. Because yeah, yeah. golf don't have this problem. Tiger ain't been contending for majors for the past, I don't know how many years. And they still get young players that come out, like, and people want to go and watch. He's still that, out like, there, though. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, it's fair. He's out there. Still out there, though. He's out when, there. When, Ty when Tiger's at the green, that's going packed. Yeah, that's fair. It's still packed, bro. It like, don't matter, like, bro. They don't seem to be struggling on, like, fans and sponsors and none of that stuff. But tennis is the one that's like, oh, we got to completely change this. Which I think there are changes you can make to the sport. It should make I'm to the sport. I'm not saying you should be so taxed about it. Like, how do we... How do Relax we... The, the stringentness of tennis and allow people to come and have a good time. Like, sports is entertainment. Let them come and have a good time. You got to put some type of boundaries, though. Like, something. No, no, like, I, I I'm not, I'm let not, them talk. If they yeah, want to talk, I'm, I'm fine I'm, with I'm that. A, I'm not saying make it the Wild Wild West. But I'm, but I'm saying, like... Be a little lenient, so like, because because young bro, because kids nowadays they, they cannot focus for two seconds. So you telling me they're gonna walk three out of five and not say a word, and even and even that's even another thing, shortening. Oh stuff. man, I've always said like I was shortening from grand slams from and, two and out of three. That, that's, that's before I even get into UTS. Like Brad asked me, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm coming to match because how, how long a match? <laughs> that was one of the best questions the people. So what you saying? It could be an hour and a half. Could be four hours. Could be five hours. What time you go on? I mean, I'm supposed to play at two, but <laughs> I mean, I don't. What was the one where they pushed back to not before time? Alcaraz? Because Michelle Obama? Bro, the craziest thing. And I, I didn't know it until I came back. One of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Like, seven o'clock, I'm nervous as hell. I'm ready to play. You know me, Alcaraz, I dap him oh, up. That was a nightmare. Fox was at that match, too, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he was at that yeah, match. yeah. He was damn me crazy after. Oh, okay. And we see people leaving the stadium. But I thought maybe they was just like... You thought it was bomb turn or something. No, I just thought maybe they was trying to get something to eat because they pushed the match back. I didn't really think anything of it. So I come back and one of my homegirls that works at College Park tells me, you know why they moved that match back at 7.30, right? Because they had to take everybody out and clean everybody up. 
Because Michelle, Secret Service has to go see everything. All right, cool. Michelle can come in. Michelle comes in, everybody else comes in to follow. I'm like, what? I'm making So that was how you found out. Oh, you was already nervous and you found out that she was going to be there after the fact. I, I found, I didn't know she was at the, in, in the, it, I didn't know she was in New York until I walked on the court. No. I put my bag down. I look up. Oh, hell no. Before the warm up or were you in the match? Bro, because you got to think, when I, when I, I do the coin toss, I run back. I and run you, back, oh, yeah, I look he's up. Sitting right. He's sitting right there. I run back, look up, and I'm going to the. Hold on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he forgot all about the strategy, game plan for like them three, four seconds. He so was like, like, you. That, 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 you, was was like, you left the house for me? Like, <laughs> no, you ain't come for him. <laughs> so I, that, that's when I was like, no, this shit, this is serious. Fox was, uh, he loves Fox giving. Fox was going nuts. He loves giving his like tennis input because like he grew up watching tennis and he likes to play tennis. And he was like, Alcaraz was out there. And he was hitting, and he was doing that. He goes, I was so glad when Tiafo started giving them that same thing back. He's like, don't let him just come out there and just yell at you like that. I was just dying laughing. He's like, see, that's probably that's like same some voice mental. He said that's me. probably like some mental stuff. Yeah, he's like doing, nah, man, you gotta come back that's, with it. That's, that's, that's the same voice note he sent me. He's like, oh, did he send you a voice note? Yeah, yeah, he loved a voice note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loved a voice note. Like, you don't know about that. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he don't know about that. <laughs> You will, don't worry. Young boy, you're you, you gonna start getting them. Get don't worry, out. don't yeah. worry. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Let us have this moment right yeah. now. You got the whole world ahead of you. Hey, I'm you, letting you. Right. Don't worry. I ain't gonna stop you from talking. He gonna have Barack. I mean, no one can. He gonna have Barack come to see him. Like back to that for real. Like I'm lo like not even that work is here, but generally like with UCS stuff and all that. I think like seeing that stuff like because it's like quarters and all that. Like we can't have these like celeb dudes come to a Mac and they don't know how long they're sitting down for. Also, do y'all ever like feel like? Low key bad, like you have someone who's yes, coming, yes, a yes, yes, dude, yes, 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 and then you yes, go yes, like, yes, yes, yes. you go like, hey, like I'm probably starting this time. To yeah, so you feel bad because they come, and if they, you don't have a credential and like they get chilling around, they just like out, just yeah. like waiting. And I'm, like, I've had friends, I'll be, I'll be texting them. I'm like, it's, so it's a setting a break, bro. So it could be ten minutes. It could, it could be, be an hour and a half. There's nothing you can really do for tennis though. Like there's not like there's nothing you can re you can try to shorten it and go two out of three, but you're still gonna have that level of uncertainty on like when if you're fourth after eleven, with a not a not before time. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, it's going to be shorter. It ain't going to be as long of a wait, but you still don't know. You still go tell somebody 6 o'clock. Well, I mean, the, the only solution for that is you make the draws smaller and you have less matches so you can have more Oh, more time consistent, not before times? So often, like, a match will finish and then there will be time before the yeah, next yeah, match. So every so there's more consistent, not before time. Yeah. But then it's interesting because then you're only buying a ticket for one match. But even having, like, this UTS stuff and, like, like introducing that and seeing, like, like high level players play it, like people would be like, oh, okay, this case can go. I think it's introducing stuff like that and trying to just push it, man, because like if we gotta make it like cool, what is like it's real entertainment. We're talking about a sport. My dad put it to me in this like a funny way, like during the whole US Open, he's like, friends, we're talking about a sport where every any person who matters in anything loves CMOs, CEOs. Yeah. The Adam Silvers of the world. All all these all these all these act they're gonna pull up, bro, and walk tennis. So how so so how so how do we how do you leverage that? Meaning in like making the shit cool for like for them to like want them to keep coming. Is it certain? Is it is it is it dudes showing like dudes showing their personality of like okay like oh I rock with that because it's players bro it's players bro it's a lot of it's players bro but like, give it but give no it secret, but give it but give it but you have to also give the atmosphere for players to actually show personality. If we're putting this certain or you box, can just do like kicks and just do it and don't care. You just don't like, give right, it. I'm gonna just do it. And, and, and that's cool, but then it's like, you can only fine start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
You know what I mean? <laughs> and fine, sorry. The thing that's tough about our sport is we're in a different city each week. And like, okay, people people who are in NYC, yeah, they want to see us, but they see us one day out of 365. Yeah, sure. You're in a sport like basketball, you play there every other game. So if they miss one, they're like, oh, I'm going to catch another one. I'll tell friends, like, I'm playing uh, Indian Wells. They're like, oh, when does it start? I'm like, well, I'll play on Monday. Well, well you know, I plan on still being there, but, you know, should I lose? Like, oh, I'll just catch you on Wednesday. I'll be like, oh, all right. Yeah, them dudes love saying that. They were catching you like two days later. I'm like, hey, man, you don't know how these draws work. I'll see you in the semis, yeah. <laughs> you remember, uh, I don't know if you remember a few years ago when Serena was in like the final or semi at Wimbledon or something. She was in a big match at Wimbledon and Jay-Z and Beyonce showed up at the match. They had the camera on them on the box. And Serena won the match and the whole box stood up except for like <laughs> Jay and B. And Beyonce was just sitting there. It was just like for like a second and a half, like she didn't know what was going on. And then she just like started up, started clapping. <laughs> it was like a full delay. Like yeah, what's Jill, Jameer, everybody just, yeah. And she was like, oh, that's that's the point. Like it was just like getting those people where they like know tennis and they want to learn it and they want to like be a part of it. That's so cool when they are, man. I know. Because uh, I'd be like, you like what I do? I like what you do. Like I play tennis, like. But that's respect factor too. Right? You like, DJ mustard, like <laughs> I play tennis. That's that, cool. That, that's, you DJ mustard though, like, and he's looking and probably like, okay, you play tennis. You going to Australia to play? I'm like ah, that's cool. Like we don't really realize, bro. Like when I talk to these like these hoopers and stuff, they're, they're like, yeah, it's cool, but like they they come they come to Europe on their summertime on like, and that's like crazy for them. That's like like that like them being here in Paris is like, man, this is so sick. Hold on, we get to come here a couple times a year, bro. And we like, ah, whatever. We like, we can't wait to get back to the States. But, th- but that's the crazy thing. They're like, man, I love this, bro. Like, I get to leave the States. Like, they're sleeping in their bed every night, though. That's true. That's true. Very true. We not. We don't really have, like, you know, in terms of a home, even golfers, bro, their, their tour is mostly in the U.S. Yeah. And they're not playing every com- single week. Yeah, track athletes compete less than 10 times a year. We, we have the hardest, the hardest lifestyle of any pro sport, I think. Hardest lifestyle, yeah, I'll say that. Like while we're on tour, we change the services, we change the continents, we change the balls. Also love it though. You said what? Yeah, it's dope. I love it, bro. I love it because Jamie Fox, when you're playing the Miami quarters, he ain't coming to watch you and 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 fourteen hundred. He came to watch you. Yeah. And th- and that's that's the dope thing. Yeah. Like he took, he got on a plane. To watch Chris Eubanks. Yeah. And that that feeling, you you can't can't buy it. Like, like, like battling and seeing him in a box, like knowing he came to see you, is, that's tough. That's tough. But then, like, just the fact that he came, I was like, he really, like, showed up to watch. Yeah, and but, he loved tennis. He'll yeah, talk the, about Jimmy Connors. He'll talk about Ilya Nastasi. He'll talk about all that. He yeah, loved tennis. The thing is, is, what, is what's got to hit you. It's not, it's not that he actually showed up. That's when you realize you did something good. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he ain't, they, they ain't just going to pull up, bro. Let's, let's be real. You're not pulling up second round carry challenger. <laughs> Mr. Eubank, good to see you again. Dude, like, Fourth year in a row, huh? But that's the whole thing, man. It's just like, how do we... Man, like, to just get these guys... Like, the, the, but, the, but you're the right, one, though. The, the one so common tough. denominator, and every yeah. time you keep talking about everybody's experience, is like, we do well. Which is like, that's like not diversity, pressure. Diversity it's is not in, pressure, the, but the, it's just like, hey, the better we do, like, the more faces are going to draw to the sport. It's, like, it's just a fact, man. Like it's just a fact, and it's like that, that's why the women's game is like 
so flooded with like, bro, I was never on the grounds when Serena was playing her last matches, but you know how they were broadcast in front of the fountains? Oh bro, my God. It looked like, Serena it was, was, bro, it was some sisters there that looked like they ain't never picked up a tennis racket, but they just Serena diehards. They out there with goat shirts. They out there like, Serena, I'm your best fan, da 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 da. Serena got real fan. No, she has like, I'm, I'm, but, but, but no, it, it makes sense. It's like, the, the one thing that does- She's not a tennis player. The one thing that- Serena's not a tennis player. She established the bar so high, like, so, so high that it's like, if you, like, we play tennis, right? Serena's won 23 Grand Slams. If people who say they started watching tennis because of Serena, they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, then they ask you, oh, what do you, like, for me, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go play Wimbledon. Oh, that's cool, da da da, da. It's just, like, kind of downplayed, like, oh, you played Wimbledon. Serena won, like, seven of them. You know, so like, so like, are you gonna be playing the, the second week of it? Uh, I hope, you know, like, it's like, it, I feel like I can, nobody's gonna ever measure up to Serena, but it's like, I tell people I play tennis and it's like, you don't really realize, one of my best friends texted me while I was waiting on y'all and she was like, Chris, I didn't realize that you were 75 in the world. I was like, yeah, Quinn, like I, I'm, I'm decent. She goes, no, 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 but there's a lot of people in the world that play tennis and you're 75? I was like, yeah, like, I, yeah, like she goes, that's crazy to me. It's like you don't have the same respect for it because Serena was at the one for so long and she was winning every single Grand Slam, Crip walking on one with a center court. And it's like, how come you ain't doing that stuff? Well, I lost second round qualities. Uh, I'm still decent. <laughs> like, I'm still decent. Like, you look at everybody in the world that played tennis, like, I was 120. Like, you know, I'm decent, but it's like, oh, Serena's, Serena, you know, she, are you gonna win one with? Like, it's just like, bro, it's I, tough I, to like compete. every time, bro, like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm with my boy and we, like, we in the hood, like, they're like, oh, you play tennis? Oh, so you trying to do the Serena and Venus thing? Yeah, it's like, I don't know if I'm trying to do all that. Serena did was unbelievable. What Venus did was unbelievable. But, but, but also, also, I feel like we're in such a good time. We're in such a good time right now to like do something special. Can you, can you imagine being Burdich, being Gael, being Sung? Like, ain't no way I'm trying to play Fed at 30, at 25 years old. Ain't no what? what? <laughs> Crazy. I play Rafa when I play Rafa when he's 35. I ain't gonna play Rafa at 25. <laughs> and I'm 25? Oh, hell no, bro. So I, you're like, I, the, I think ti about the it. timing of them like phasing out, if like, all right, who's no, gonna like, be the like. The win's still the same, but like, come on, bro. Let's be real here. I seen a video of Rafa at 25. Book can go. No, here's the thing about like that. Like, I always felt like I had the, the, the game to like be top 100 or compete and frustrate top 100 guys. The problem was, because of my game can be so like hot and cold, I didn't know if I could put together weeks of consistent like, all right, like that run that I went on, like at the end of the year, even though I even though I lost two finals in semi, like that for me I was and mind you, I did a I went to Korea, came back did a full week of tennis channel was practicing like early in the morning like 6 a.m. to like 7:30 like four or five days a week and then went straight into Charlottesville called the final on Sunday, they gave me a Monday start so I flew out Sunday night drove through to Charlotte. The flight got canceled to Charlottesville. So I rented a car, drove to Charlottesville, got in at like 3 a.m. and had to play later that evening. Hadn't hit a ball on those courts. And like, to go from that to put together a final, final semi to end the year, like I've never had three weeks like that because I usually don't have that consistency. Yeah, yeah. And that's been the whole thing from pretty much my entire career. But it's like now I feel like the consistency is there. And I'm like, oh shit, like I can be a top 100 player or I am a top 100 player. I knew I had to like level to frustrate guys and like beat a bunch of dudes top 100. I was just like, I get you about one or two days and then I don't know what that next one's gonna be. Like now I feel like, oh, I'm at, I have a, like, my floor is way higher. That's the best you, way to put but it. But you also, you also understand it though. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand a lot more. I know it. I don't have to like the biggest thing for me was like I don't have to win every single point. I don't have to hit a winner on every single point. Do you even consider really playing pro tennis if you didn't have that song? No, 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 no. I told my teammates. I said before NCAA's. I said, guys, if I win NCAA's, I'm not coming back to school because I'm not passing up on that U.S. Open money. I lost a tie in the quarters. I completely went in that summer saying I'm coming back for my senior year. We'll see what happens after it. Maybe I'll do coaching. Like I kind of wanted to play. What'd you do that summer? Result-wise. So I won a 25, and then I finaled a 25 back-to-back weeks. That was a pretty consistent week. I, lo- I, I, uh, I beat Kevin King in the final, 7-6 in the third. Then and you then, started playing challengers? And then oh. I, uh, then the next week, I beat Kevin again, 7-6 in the third in the semifinal. I lost to Tommy. And then I played Winnetka. I lost to Matias Bockinger. I think I played Newport. I lost to Ramkumar Ramanathan. And then I played Atlanta in a quarter. I beat Fritz, and, and then I beat Donaldson. Back you to back. You know about Donaldson. Donaldson. Bro, of course I know about no, Donaldson. You don't really know no, about, no, Donald. you don't know about Jared Donaldson. Donaldson. You don't really know I'm about Jared Donaldson. Jared Donaldson. Yo, shout out Jared Donaldson, bro. That, <laughs> no, like, no, for real, that dude was cold back in the day. Ball striking, bro, clean. crazy. You know, like, like, <laughs> Sarah, like a little bit like Serendola. So like that happened, and then I quartered Atlanta, and I was like, oh man, like this was cool. I'm still thinking I'm going back to school. I qualified in the Cincy. That was, I, beat, that was I, nice. I, I saved a match point against Bjorn first round qualies on a. Ace wide, that was wide. It was wide, but no one called it. And I hit it, and I knew it was wide, and Bjorn, no one said anything, and Bjorn goes, no, no, no. I just started walking. I was like, nah, that was wide. I ended up winning that match. I beat Tipsarevich, last round qualities. One of the best matches I've ever played. When I say I was lighting the ball up for an hour, I think it was like three and two. I mean, I was clocking winners. I got up 3-0 and probably like that. Beat him, and then I lost to Ramanathan again. Couldn't stand playing him. But then I was kind of like, huh. It's, it's weird. Like, I'm actually winning matches like at different levels. And then I got the wild card into the open, and then I was like, I'm not passing up that money. That's all it was, was the U.S. Open money. That made it the decision easier. But I, like, when I finished, I lost the tie. I was like, oh, I'm going to play some tournaments this summer. I know I'm going to get the Atlanta wild card. We'll see what happens. But I'm preparing for my senior year. I wanted to get ACC player of the year again. I wanted to be the first or second person to do it three times because I had it back to back. So that's where my my mind was. So, 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 then, I, so then I ask you, when were you like, Cause you okay? Like everyone's like, "Yo, the decision is he gonna turn pro? Is he gonna turn pro?" That was like the whole thing. Once you beat Casper, was that? It wasn't that. It wasn't even that. Nah. So like going once you, once you go, beat Casper, go, like, oh, going like, into Cincinnati, I finaled uh, the Chicago Challenger right, right before right, that, right. and my whole thought was the whole time like, if I think I'm gonna be top hundred by the end of this year, then I'll go pro. That was your thought process? Yeah, I wasn't thinking about money. None of that. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was like, I'm gonna be top hundred by the end of this year and play a full ATP schedule. Next year, then I won't go back to college. If I can really compete with all these all these guys out here, and I think I'm gonna be top hundred by the end of the year, so I knew I could do it in challengers. I did it challenger after challenger over the summer, and I hadn't won one yet. But it was like final, semi, semi. He came straight from NCAA's to semi Little Rock, like straight off the plane from Champaign, Illinois, to Little Rock, Arkansas, semi. I was like, Damn. yeah. So I went semi, qualified into the Rome Challenger final, semis of uh, Indianapolis final Chicago and so I was like okay honestly and then it was kind of convincing my dad he was like challenge is easy so going into Cincinnati how's that evening after you beat Casper 3-3 three three? Mind, you, mind you Casper's going crazy at this point two weeks later he was competing to be number one in the world I'm just gonna put that out there shout out Casper at first not gonna lie it was the Senego win that was big for me I never played anyone top 40 top top 50 in the world except for Isner at that point, which uh, is a yeah. whole different ball game playing Isner than playing someone who can. Yeah, but like, also you play Isner in Atlanta and went six in the third. Yeah, that's okay. a tough ass for anybody. Okay, okay, but also 
Isner's matches are always tight margins. Don't, in, in Atlanta, you took six in the third, he'd have won that tournament six times. Like, and that's your first ATP event, right? Yeah, so when, when I went five in the third with Sone or I beat Sonego five in the third, first round of Cincinnati, I was like, okay. So I knew I could do it at Challengers. And now I know I can, can compete against and beat these guys too. I was like, I'm backing myself. I'm gonna be top 100 by the end of the year. And I think I'm gonna go. Crazy. That was my thought before and I even played Casper. 97 or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, then the last match of the six of the months fall, before, maybe top like, yeah. 100. But you were a pro before then. Yeah, I turned pro after Cincinnati. That's so, crazy. So when, when, that I, when I knew in my head, I was like, I'm gonna make top 100 by the end of this year, and like, I'm gonna be playing a full ATP schedule next year. That's when I made the decision. And then, if I'm not mistaken, the Open happened, and then you final Tiburon, right? Yeah. You lost early in Fairfield. Yeah. And then early, early in, Vegas, in Vegas. And then went on a tear. And then title, title, title. Boom, boom, boom. Just three. I missed next gen by one spot. And I didn't start playing until uh, June. <laughs> you started in June. And he almost made next gen. I was, I was heated. I want to go so fast. The, the thing is, bro, like, I mean, like, I've kept up with tennis a while. But I've never seen a transition that fast in my bro, entire bro, life. Like, Cause back in the day, dudes used to go from college to like Jay Berger quarter to open while bro, he was at Clemson. Like, bro, you, you like, gotta, you gotta. Like, think, it used like, to happen more. I'm, I'm watching his run and like, cause people was trying to compare like his run last year to when I when I was 17. And I just went nuts. Like, yeah. Know. What'd you do at 17? I don't remember. My mom and my dad did not want me to go pro at all. Didn't no want you to go pro. No bro, way. I was doing like thinking about all the crazy stuff I was doing as a junior. They were like, "No, nah, you're not going pro. Like you're not ready." What was their you're mindset about pro. tennis? They, like were, your they were like, "My dad was like, look, I got this job. You, we came to America. Like my my people going to college. You get your degree. Do whatever you want to do." Oh, so college was the plan for you? Yes. Oh shoot, I didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm sitting here telling them like, I ain't gonna, I, I'm I'm the nicest in the world right now. Like, <laughs> like I'm. How old were you? How old were you? I'm like 16, so I stopped playing tennis for like 16 for like six months because I was like, I'm going to college. Like, I was showing my mom my emails. I was like, I'm going to college, but I'm good. Really? I ain't, I ain't about to play tennis six hours a day. I ain't doing that shit no more. No, I'm good enough to. I'm good enough to go to college off a couple hours a week. I'm good, bro. Like, I mean, I'll start practicing a little bit, but like my whole. So then when I was 17, I was like, my coach was like, okay, like you gotta get back into it, start playing. This is in College Park. Yeah. So it was like, he's like, yo, like, all right, cool, like go go play some futures. I got one, two points. He said like, futures. Yeah. So I went quality quarter. Of a future? Okay. Yeah, well, semi, and then the special exam fun. So then I came back, and like, it was January Futures, where it's like the cut's like 400. You, you remember those? SC Futures? Those California ones? No, 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 no. The ones before. Oh, like, yeah, because everybody ones. who doesn't go to Australia plays those. So you got everybody like 250 and below playing. So I, so I came back So I, I came back from that. I was like 600. Parents are like, didn't give a fuck. Cool. Then I played those those clay court ones. That kept things one wild card. I went quality quarter. Semi-final. Beat Sanger in six and third to get the wild card. I came at home sitting like two seven off like six tournaments. So just those three futures and those three challenges. I'm like two seven. And I'm 17. So now I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to French Open. Ain't draw. <laughs> like, y'all coming? Like, what's up? Like, go to French Open. Martin Cleason beat the brakes off me. Was that when you hit with Rafa? No, that was that was the year before. Oh, you were in juniors then? That was in juniors. So then Left that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I think that I think that you're like 150. So you played that second half of the year consistently? Or were you still playing like here and there? Because, I mean, the French Open happened. That's in May or June. Yeah, French so Open second... happened. I'm like, I'm to 70. But then it was tough. I mean, I, and in, the summer, in the summer, I spazzed out. Like, I went crazy. And then I finished I fin like 150. I missed the wild card Australia just barely. Okay. And then. So now you're 18. So then I turned 18 in January. And then 
they didn't let me turn pro until they got, I got the friend girl money and I was like, okay. Tiny, your situation. So, okay, yeah, now I'm going to the friend girl. I'm, I'm 270. I'm looking at him. I'm like, am I not about to take 50,000? Like, or come up right now, stay in a two bedroom apartment, I'm not taking 50,000. Like, yeah. fucking serious? Like, and so I'm like, look, we got to make this decision before. Like, I'm going to the front in a week, so. I'm taking the money. Parents are like, nah. First, like, three days, parents are like, nah. No. I was like, I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally going back and forth with them. I'm like, yo, if I don't take this money, I'm not going. He'd walk out a second. I'm not going. I'm not going to plan around. I'm just not Later that week, I guess they had a discussion. People, agents calling. CEO was talking to my parents. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah. And they were like, all right, cool. They don't say yes to that. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, that's, I mean. Like, so, like, all those moments, like, like, it's so true that there's always that moment where it's like, okay, like, if things didn't, but also, if I didn't spaz, I'm not even in that situation, let alone them saying yes. <laughs> Maybe you're in college, if you didn't spaz right there when you spaz, like you said, because you were just planning on going to college, huh? How many 250 in the world going to college? Just going into college and winning every match, even if you're the best player there, it's tough. That makes it even more impressive. Like you think about, and especially with the run you had too. Like even that year you won NCAA's, you lost what two matches that spring? Three, four, three, three or four. And like folk can't really speak to, but like hey, Steve Johnson won seventy-two consecutive bro, bro, matches at the number one position in the Pac-12. Bro, bro. So like, so I asked, so I asked Steve. I'm like Steve. Like, like, like thinking about it. So every weekend, like you, you never was like you're getting somebody's best. You, yeah, you're like, getting their yeah, be yeah, the yeah, best like, player they got like, is coming at you full throttle. But, but but not even that. You, you was never like. I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> like, bro, like, for two years, like, nah, I'm, I'm good off it today. Like, I know the team is going to win. Like, this dude's good. Like, he gets up a set. Like, maybe I just kind of let it go or the team went. No. With a backhand slice, by the way. Were they, <laughs> playing, were, were they playing clinch, though? Because I feel like. I think they were playing clinch. I think Pac-12 was playing. He said he finished like 90% of the matches. Though. Yeah, but I mean, still 70-something consecutive. Like, even if they uh, didn't finish some, you telling me you never caught one L in 70-something in a row? Nobody ever just got you. Like, with a huge hole though. He's clipping back in. <laughs> it's not like he ain't flawless like Fed, bro. Yeah, that's true. And you also the, the pressure. You gotta have a different kind of dog. Like, bro, he, he's, he competes, bro. That dude cold, man. Yeah. He cold. Shout out to Steve Johnson. No, that's 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 very that, like, No, that's cold, bro. Cause like I, I remember like my sophomore, my sophomore year that I had, I lost two matches in the spring. Yeah. And I was it was like 17 to 2. But like, I never realized that I wasn't losing. I was just kind of like, I was my second year at the number one position and I just knew I wanted to win every match. Like, that's all I cared. I didn't focus like, oh, if I, how many matches have I won in a row? Da, da, da. And then the second year, the third year, I was kind of like, all right, I, I'm actually one of the best players in college. Like, I'm not supposed to lose. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lose. And I like did everything, right? The warm ups and everything. I was just very different and very meticulous about it. I still, I went 17 and two my sophomore and junior year. But then I thought back and I'm like, I was playing one in the ACC, which was pretty tough at the time. But I was like, Steve won how many in a row? Seven? That includes NCAAs. That includes, he was also was playing the fall, I think. He won national indoors, which is like, in the fall, you can just, you can easily just be like, ah, I'm kind of not there, whatever. I was like, you just really didn't want to lose, huh? Like, you just, he just, nobody could just get him. With the, like you said, with just chipping backhands and finding forehands. There was nothing they could do with him. Like, that's, that's one of the most craziest things I think I've ever seen. But last question I'm gonna ask: What's what's the ultimate like? What's the ultimate goal, bro? Like you're done tennis career, like and you could be happy with it. Like I, I achieved. So, Chris, mine's changed, cause like now that I'm like in top hundred, I really feel like 
I genuinely to the, the comment I said earlier where, where, where it's an open it's an open slate. Yes, I genuinely I genuinely feel like if I do the things right, I feel like I could be a top twenty player. And I don't know if that's selling short or selling whatever, but I because I I used to like be like, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna get top hundred. And I'm a hundred and I'm moving and I'm just like, I genuinely feel like I can get to top twenty. It, it is gonna require a lot of work. It's gonna require doing a lot of stuff. But like for me, if I can get that, I don't wanna put it on like a I would love to have a second week run at Wimbledon or US Open. More so US Open. Like what you were experiencing, watching that on TV was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And the fact that I was there, no, bro, 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 I was bro, at don't, that don't open. Even, don't even don't even say or when it's only the open. Like it is. Yeah, it's that, like yeah. It is. Like, I would I would would love a really deep run at the U.S. Open, a second week run where I'm quarterfinals, like and just to experience what that's like. And but I feel like and you know it, you've experienced it once. It's like if you get it, you like I want that again. Like like the only reason I even threw Wimbledon in there. Was because, and I'm not, I'm not one of them big history, like, oh, the the tradition. I don't really care about that. Like, it don't really phase me like that. It is iconic, I just though. think, like, I plan on from a global stand, yeah, that means you're getting one of the matches on center court at Wimbledon. That's tough. It is kind of one of those places, like, you want to play. Like, to be honest, my favorite tournament is obviously U.S. Open, and I would probably put Australian Open second. I've never played main draw Wimbledon, so we'll see what that's like when I go. But just the... It, I think it could be very... And then to be able to tell people that don't know tennis, oh, I quarter at Wimbledon. Like, granted, yeah, it's not Serena. It's not like I got seven of them, but it's like, damn, you quartered Wimbledon. Like, it's a different level of respect when you like, well, I quartered the French Open. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. I quartered Australian Open. Oh, that's, that's dope. That sounds different. That's dope. But it's like, nah, I quartered Wimbledon. Like, you know the, the Wimbledon? Did you, the, the movie? The bad tennis movie? Wimbledon? Like, you know Wimbledon. Like, that would be, like, my thing. So if I could be 20 or have a deep run into Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, I don't want to say I'd be satisfied, but I'd be pretty happy. I want to be that dude in the draw that there's not one player who wants to see me. All right, next. Who wants to see you right now? No, nah, no, nah, I'm talking like... Who wants to see you right now? Listen. Carlos Alcaraz does not want to see your name next to his. Bro. I can promise you that. I'm not talking just doesn't want... I'm talking scared of me. Like, genuine, like, Roger in his prime, he pulls up to a tournament. Uh, yeah, and you... ain't telling me there's... And everyone's thinking about him. I'm not talking... Okay, they see... He comes into he comes into the locker room? Yeah. He's floating. He's floating. He's floating. You're like, oh, he's... He just, that's right. I'm like, I'm like he, put, he puts a towel on. I'm like, that looks different. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? That looks different. I think one of the craziest things about this sport is the amount of belief that you have. Like, you see people speak things into existence all the time. Maxim Cressy. And I, Shout out to Maxim Cressy. Shout out to Maxim Cressy. He, he, he may ruffle some feathers, but you want to know somebody who believes in themselves from jump, from outside of the lineup in UCLA to tell And you're going to let me finish or what? To telling people, like, I'm going to be 50 in the world and did it, like, no, shut that's up, belief. Shut up, my All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, I got I got full belief in myself that I can win Grand Slams, that I can be number one in the world. And I'm not afraid to, you know, put in work, whatever it takes to get there. But I, I want to be one of those guys that's just like, you you scared of the type of animal they are. Ralph and the doll, you, you scared because you know that he's been out working you for the past, yeah. you don't know how many years, but every single day he's doing things and to better himself. Seeing these like trans transcendent athletes, I think I think it'd be cool to have a story not just on the court. Like, yeah, okay, I want to be a champion in tennis, but like, look at Tiger Woods, bro. Look at Michael Jordan, look at LeBron James, like Roger Federer, like the story that they have on the court, off the court, all the things that they've done that's not just being a tennis player. I think that's the 
the coolest like opportunity that I see of being a professional athlete. Like, the impact that you can have on people, and obviously you gotta get yourself to a level first that people respect you. You know, like when you say something, you want to change something, or you care about something in the world. Like, okay, like th this dude, this dude's serious. He's not playing. He's. I want to be able to like say something on a on a big stage one day, and it really carries some weight. And the crowd erupts like shakes. Yeah. So you're like very big picture. You're not just strictly talking about tennis. Like even you stay in your goal. You're like, yeah, I want to be number one. I want to win slams. But like, I want to have that aura that when I walk in, everybody be like, oh, don't put me next to him. Like you want to have that and you want to have that impact. Like you, it's like. It, it, it's, it's, I'm actually very impressed. Yeah. That he's so that big he's, picture. That, he, that he's saying that at 20. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll be, I'll be real with you. When I was 20, I ran away from that because I was I was you. I was that kid where it's like, oh, he's going to be, that's him. He, he's going to be the Yannick Noah's, the, like, the, he, he's going to be that guy. I was, I was alone on the island. I'm like, yo, I don't know, am I? <laughs> like, like, my whole, like, I, I, went, I went pro to just take care of my family. My family do it right now. Maybe pay bills and take care of them. Like, I don't know if I really want that. You say it as a kid, but then as it's happening, you like, you make money, like, things are cool. Like, like places you set in. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to, because I know what all that takes in. Reputation, this, that, and the other. Like people, like really, you, you impacting people. Like, like it's, it's heavy. Yeah. So many people are so great at being average or something, and and they get, they don't even have that that one percent talent to do X, Y, and Z. That's just, that's just you. Then there's also so many people that have that ability to be a Steph Curry, to be a LeBron James, to be a, you know. Best of best, Denzel Washington. But so many of those guys fuck it up because they're, whether they're scared, whether they're whatever the case may be, they don't do the work. Da da da. That like for you to say that at twenty, bro, like I like, don't lose that, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say from like throughout experience, bro. Don't don't lose that, man. Don't run away from it. Keep attacking and going to it. That's that's gonna take you to be probably that guy you want to be, bro. Like I'm, I'm. We we just got heavy. I hope y'all like really like we just got heavy, but that's. That really hit me in a, in a different way. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that, that really impressed me. Like you didn't say, "Well, I want to be number one in the world," because that's bullshit. Like everything's gonna change. The more you do, the better you do. Like I don't, I'm like, I don't want to see him being number one. I want to be like that's like, bro. I'll be honest with you, man. If I fucked around with women, I don't care about number one. <laughs> I'll be real. <laughs> like, like I, I was, like, I was just thinking. That. I, I, I was be, actually I'm just be thinking. I'm really honest with you. Like I went with women. I, I don't care if I'm number one. Like. If I'm walking away and my eyes was three, you gonna ask for Steve for something? I want Wimbledon. <laughs> I was cheers. Just, I was just thinking <laughs> like, that. <laughs> I like, was just thinking like, that. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, but, but it's so, and, and being in, being in experience the last like eight, nine months of, of what I had, and even, even what you, I saw what you talked about in Tennis Channel after I went to Houston, like, be able to impact people, bro, to be able to like be in a position where it's like, yo, like you're moving the needle, like actually like in a sport, bro. Like it's, I don't wanna lose that, bro. I'm, now I'm like, fuck that. Like, Especially now we get an era, we got some space where we can actually make some things shake. I'm like, well, why not me? Why the hell not? I'm 25 now. I've, I've seen it. I've done it. I've played all these tournaments eight to nine times. Like that's crazy, man. That's crazy. The because you're right. Like 25 years old, you done been in these, but you done played these same tournaments. My eight Seven, you were vet in like years on tour. Like, but you're my still 25. Like it's, it's not. It's still 25. It's kind of seen early. So it's like, thank you, thank you. So it's like, like for me, like I want to. Wing Grand Slams, but I just want to impact people and make and be and really be remembered in this thing. Yes, there's space in this game, but us, we have an ability to like we're 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 gonna be the reason why the game changes. It's just a fact.
And it's heavy because it's, it's in our hands, bro. It's wild, man. But I think about like the amount of things that had to go right for me to be a professional tennis player is actually really, really like nuts. Like I grew up in Atlanta, the largest tennis market in the country. But not just that. I had like people that I could look up to who were doing it and I could just kind of watch them and follow along. And like, if Jameer and Jermaine and Jasper weren't there, I'm not here. Bro, I'm not here. If mm, DY's mm. parents, they were debating moving to Atlanta or moving to Texas. They ended up moving to Atlanta, not just to Atlanta, the closest tennis center to my house. The actual, the, we had parks and neighborhoods, but the closest tennis center with 24 courts, my dad, when I was maybe like 10 years old, one day showed me a Jet magazine that they had done a feature on Donald. I didn't know nothing about Donald Young. Shout out Don Young, bro, because this dude, growing up, I was like, dude. He was, he's the guy. But even before him, I, could I didn't even know J.J. Jackson, who came, was like, who was like the D.Y. before him. So like, the, the dominoes that had to fall, and I go, they didn't just move to Atlanta. They moved to the closest tennis center to my house. And that's where they set up shop. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't really go, go in there until like high school. They had been in Atlanta for years. And then my dad just randomly, I'll never forget it, on the way to school one day, I was in high school. We're driving to school and he's like looking straight ahead and he goes, you gonna start going to South Fulton after school, after school. And I was like, huh? Yeah, you gonna start going over there, you go teach an after school program and then you go practice with Donald when he's in town. And I was like, all right, that was it. So who were those guys for you? Well, it's so that changed it for him. It's so funny you said that because you got to think Phil and then Dennis Kudla, bro. Oh, yeah. You got to think Kudla, six years older than me, every newspaper, him and Frank Jr. Or, but he was he was the best. Oh, yeah, Junior. Every Ola. newspaper he was in. So growing up, I'm like, dude, if I can, if I follow Kudla, he give me the blueprint to be a pro. 100%. So I'm like, if I follow Kudla, I should be all right. And my whole goal is like, I remember from like 12, I'm looking at this dude. He just won an orange bowl, like 10 years old. I'm like, I'm like bro, I'm going to be better than you. He looking at me, I'm 10. He's like, this motherfucker talking crazy. You was really saying that. So I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be better. Call Phil today, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, Phil, like, man, you 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 did this, bro. You helped create this. I don't really the crazy thing for me is Bro, you had your You had uh, your listen, dad, bro. Listen, 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 like, listen, listen, world, listen, oh. listen. You're probably that's what I'm saying. Wimbledon, bro. Like, that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying right now. I didn't have people on the outside or like these tennis experiences. It was just me and my pops. But also it was like the goal for me. I mean, yeah, pro has happened now, but that wasn't really like, that wasn't really my plan. Like, I mean, I've been lucky the way I grew up, <laughs> the way that my dad worked to have set up my family the way that we did. I never had to carry the weight that you had to yeah, carry. Yeah, it's true. Of taking care of people, you know? Listen, pro wasn't on the radar for me. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to go to school for free. That's it. And so my dad was like, I'll get you there. And I was like, all right, I trust you. And then I got to school and I was like, I'm gonna be one of the best players in college tennis. And he was like, I'll get you there, I trust you. And then just kind of happened. I went and played a couple of 25Ks. And, and then here we go. But it wasn't really like. It wasn't so heavy, yeah. Dang, man, that's crazy. But like, I, and even circling back, like I said all that to say like, the, the things that those guys like helped me with and like helped put not put me through but like I got to watch like between Jameer between Jermaine between DY between Skull golly between Skull and like watching hearing those stories and everything it's like all of that stuff these are all guys in Atlanta too not far from me like ended up kind of like just filtering into me and now it's like when you're talking about like impact and stuff it's like well 
why not use the stuff that they gave me to give to like whoever else is coming up? So then the learning curve is like far less. And then it's just it's just a snowball effect. I'm, I'm the like, quickest. I'm the quickest. to, get, And that's why I just keep it real, bro. And I'm like, I'm the furthest to give game, bro. Like, especially if I see someone look like me, bro. I seen this dude come out, start doing it. I'm like, first time I've seen him, like, like really talking on the land. I'm excited as hell to meet him, bro. I'm saying, I'm doing, I'm seeing this dude like. You remember you and I talked after your first practice with him. You remember what you said? We were in the practice that you had just finished practicing with Ben. Yeah. And you were like, first thing you said, that kick, sir? He was like, he don't even know what he's doing yet. But that kick, sir? Yeah, that's what I said. That kick, that's sir, is crazy. That, that, is, that is word his for first, word. His first hit. Word, uh, he word had just for practiced word, with I you. And I was walking up. I said, I said, you don't even know what he's doing, but that, that kick, sir, is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And I was like, low. I was like, he can pop it too. He's like, yeah, he can pop it. He said, but then that's when he started being all folk. Yeah, but when he pop it right here. Yeah. <laughs> right here, I put that back in right back on him, and he don't really know what he's doing. But when he figured it out, when he figured it out, that boy, duh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, 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 that boy is tough. That boy is tough. I remember our, our very first point in that practice, I was serving. He had like a, a good return, and we had some crazy point that ended in like a little hands play at that. And I beat him. I won the, I won the first point. I, I saw him, he kind of like looked back and looked at me a little bit. <laughs> You can't do that. Like, that must have been a fluke. Like, you ain't ever doing that again. <laughs> I did remember that. I was like, that ain't you. <laughs> that ain't you. I was like, that's cool, though, but that ain't you. That's but, funny. That is so but funny. But it's real, man. And certain people didn't bless you, bro. You ain't at the position you are today, bro. 100%. You ain't, you ain't at that position, bro. If D.Y. didn't let me travel with him and practice with him every day, there's no chance I would have progressed through juniors to college where I did. Even in college. I was practicing with the team, 2.30 to 4.30, but I was probably practicing with D.Y. like 12 to 2. Like, I literally was doing team practice and his practice because I didn't want the dudes on the team to start being like, oh, Chris practicing with Donald, so he's not doing team practice. So I would do both. I would have like 30 minutes off, we would go, and then I would do it. And like, Kenny was like, you, know, you don't have to do both. I was like, nah, it's fine. But like, simply traveling with him to tournaments, because I didn't play ITFs. Yeah. So like, the whole booking practices, knowing like, I went from playing college where like, we had a set time, we knew when our match was going to be. Well, in pro, it's like your second after. I wouldn't have known how to, I could have figured it out, obviously, but like, what time do I warm up if I'm second after 12? Do I warm up at 12? Do I let, let like, I wouldn't have known. But because I was with him, I went through the ropes already and I was just watching. I was like, oh, so this is what you do. Okay. And like, I came to the French Open with him. I was like, oh, this is what, this is a cool down. Okay. This is how you book hits. This is how you sign up plus looking. Oh, that's how they be. If you don't have nobody to hit, you just put plus looking and then they, somebody else see, oh, all the like ins and outs of how to navigate a tournament, he showed me. When I came out, I was like, I already knew how to kind of do stuff. And I'm like, man, if I didn't have him, learning curve would have been probably steeper. Like, <laughs> like, if I didn't have Jameer, who's always ready and willing to talk to tennis with me, I'm probably not here. And it's like, well, I can take that stuff and like give whatever I got a little bit to him and then give it to whoever else is next and then give it to whoever else is next. Like, Because for, for me, bro, like the, sh the, shit that, the shit that gets me crazy is like, I, I seen an interview. Haley Baptiste and Robert Montgomery. And when they said and they were hyping you? And yeah. They they, they said there is no I would never even think about doing half the things I've done if there was no friends to you. Oh, you bro. probably was crying. I looked at that video and I was like, holy fuck. Because you because you you because they will never say that to me. No. You know they that. Wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know that though. Yep. Like, you know it. But hearing them actually say it, bro, I'm, I replay that joke like ten times. I'm like, yo, what? Cause you don't, cause you know how I am, bro. I'm giving game, but like I'm clowning him. You doing it as a joke. I'm you like, doing a lot of it's like laughing, like. Hey. I'm laughing, joking, but I sit my ass down and be like, yo, you bullshit. Yeah. Like, pick it up or like whatever. Or we had a real, but like same time, I'm still being me while I'm doing it. 
But when they say that, bro, it's just like, then you start realizing, bro, what you doing? Like, this, like it's not going unnoticed, bro. Yeah, it's like, like it's when, you, when you really start making moves out here and like, and like these dudes like Jameer and stuff, and talk to you, you pop, like, like that stuff don't go unnoticed, bro. Like, like you always got to give, like, thanks for giving the game, bro. I tell, bro, Phil Simmons today, I'm like, bro, thank you. He's like, bro, you crazy 12 in the world? I'm like, bro, no, no, thank you, bro. Then it's cool, like, thank you, but he he don't he don't take it the right way. Yeah. But he will when he's older. But he don't yeah, when he's older. He's, like, he's, right, he's right now, gonna, but he don't take it the right way now. Like, yeah. now he's like, all in the fields and shit. You know what's one person that, like, as I'm getting older and I'm seeing, like, how difficult, like, what you've done over this past year, often, like, a person who really gets missed, and I'm like, it, it's kind of sad, like, how we just kind of skip over him. James Blake was four in the world at the time of Roger, Rafa, Novak, Murray, Ferrer, Barrenka, yeah. Delpa. He got to four. I don't care how long it was. Uh, he got to four in the world. He was top 10 for a while, though. I know he was top 10 for a while, but he got to four. And it's just like, obviously, Andy was the guy. We know, even James, when he got to be the number one American at four in the world, he was still like, nah, Andy's the guy. But it was just like, you know firsthand how tough it is to climb up the rankings, how tough it is to put together that much consistency. And like James didn't really like Clay that much. <laughs> and it's like, if it, at one point in time, he got to four. When Rafa and all them dudes was playing, like for real, for real. Like Novak wasn't at Novak like that, because I think it might've been like 05, 06. Rafa had already started winning fringes. Fed was in his prime. It's like, and James was top 10 even years after that when Novak did start getting, but it's like, James Blake was four in the world, bro. And you see how hard it is to get top 10? Fritz got to, it's what, five is his career high. And then like he had Indian Wells come right off after it. But it's like, to get to four in the world, bro, I that's I really I impressive. I, I told James all the time, bro, you, you, you the one, bro. Like, you, every Miami, bro, we sit down and talk. I'm like, bro, James, man. My name getting recognized the same time. Growing up, I was like, bro, if I get in the same time as you, that would be crazy, bro. And and that, that shit gets him emotional. I'm like, no, James, I'm, I'm be, bro, I'll never forget. I was at his house, bro, James Blake. Motherfucker James Blake showing me all his trophies, bro. And like the history. Davis Cups, this, that. Because you, because you, you, you say it and we have these conversations, but when you see it, I'm like, fuck, bro, this dude was crazy, bro. And I'm like, James, bro, I'm gonna be real with you, man. Like, me being in your house right now, like, bro, I was like growing up, I was like, I was fucking around my room, buzz my head ball. Headband, headband. And I was right there with you, bro. <laughs> It's like, you get ready for the return? I, was I used to wear my wristband on my left hand and nothing on my right because that's what he did. It's just I'm ripping like, bro, for him. James Blake, bro. He was saying, come on, like this. And you hold that for way too long. But I mean, I you like, walk like him to this day, you know? Bro, he made the comment, like, bro, I was like, bro, I'm trying to be like, yeah, Blake. Like, he was like, man, because he, he feels that, bro. He feels like he gets overshadowed, bro. Yeah. And you, you think don't talk he's about like, him, another cat that people don't talk about. And y'all are going crazy when I say this. Uh, Nobody talks about Mal. Mal Washington. I knew you was gonna say it. Nobody talks Final about Mal. Wimbledon. Mal's the only one that I know. I know well. I Mal know. is when you see. I, I mean, don't he, know Mal he, that well. He's, I don't know, but I know who he's he is. Really, he's really the only player that like I looked up to a little bit. Is that because your dad? Even though he's younger than my dad, my dad looked up to him. My dad's probably told me a story about a million times about Malavia Washington, that he traveled on tour with him for I don't know what it was, maybe four to six months, and. He was co like basically coaching him. He was hitting with him, coaching him. Your dad was traveling with Mal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hitting partner, or whatever. And this was right after my dad retired. And like he was like, yeah, Mal never hitting against my ball, hit a ball in the net. He was like, he told me at the beginning, like, hey, in practice, I don't miss in the net. 
and then he never did once. Really? Ever. That's a wild story. Ask my dad when the, when the grass comes, ask him about Mal. That's a wild he story. He said never. He was like, that's, that's when I knew that this dude was different. Because, I mean, I don't care how how many times I try and say I'm not going to hit the ball in the net. Every once in a while, it's going to happen. Clip, you know? This dude never did it once. Mal definitely gets overlooked. But I also think part of that is because Mal's kind of out of tennis. He's more like in the community. like So he's out of pro tennis so much that the name just kind of gets Bro, but he, missed, he but does like, a good job with his with his program. Because uh, he, he brings all his kids to the UF tennis matches. Those are two dudes that definitely get overlooked. Like, it's just crazy to me to think, like, four in the world. We look at dudes, like, climbing up the rankings now. A lot of time, and if I'm not mistaken, I think James only has t- only, relatively speaking. I think he has 10 career titles. Like, so, like, you look at this, like, I've seen dudes that have, like, more than that and, like, don't get up to four in the world. But that means, like, he was doing deep runs and big events consistently. Like, he was quarter slams. He playing, was consistently, playing. though, like, like, he, like, consistently second weekend slams, deep in matches 1000s. Gets a four in the world. It's, like, wild. And, bro, I take game from all of them. Like, man, that one, Chanda. Yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd McNeil. S ever giving you stuff? Serena? Yeah. She do. She give me game. But she, like, I don't know, man. We just clown all the time. Like, he's a jokester, like, for yeah. real. Like, and, like, she's so iconic. I feel, like, feel nervous to be like, yo, give me game. Like, yeah. Like, you Serena Williams, bro. Like, he was just giving it to people. Like, everybody was just like, I'm about to get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know. It's even crazy to think back, like, Obviously, you know that run Eagle went on last year where she won, like, 30-some matches in a row, and then she, like, passed Serena's thing. But then you look, Serena is, like, second and fourth and, like, tied for fifth with Venus also tied. So, like, she had, like, multiple win streaks of, like, 30-some-odd matches multiple times in her career. Like, what Iga did to me, I was like, bro, Iga not losing. And when we showed I was like, man, like, it's going to be tough to beat Iga. Like, she ain't losing to nobody. And then when you saw the list, it was like, oh, Serena, like, she just passed Serena by one. But then Serena's also, like, 37 in a row. <laughs> but then she also got 35 in a row another time. Venus got 34 in a row. I'm like, like, that's just not normal, bro. It was cold, like, bro. It's not normal. It was cold, bro. You talking about that intimidation factor. I don't think nobody got it like Serena. Nobody got it like They walk Serena. in a room and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, I ain't trying to play it. Like, no, nobody got that's, it. That's that a different level. Nobody got it like Serena, bro. Bro, I'm playing mixed with her. I got it. Let alone, I know the opponents got it because I got it. She told me where she's serving. I, she like, where you serving, from? I don't know. I'm tight. You just say in the box. You on, you on the court. Like, I'm tight. Like, bro, the best S story I got, I'm, pl- I'm playing mixed with her. We're playing Fed and b- Benches. I'm, I, I've never seen an atmosphere like this. Anything that happened, double fold, people going crazy. Fed acing her left, right, and center. <laughs> Can't read Fed, sir. She is aced again. Go sit down. She's like, oh, I don't get it. We can't lose this. Like, he's not better than me. I got 23. He got 20. No way. No way. No way. You're making this up. You're making this that's up. That's such cow. You're making this up. Hennegar? You're making this up. Hennegar? That's when I was like, I get it now. Because I'm, I'm a big believer. No, I'm a big believer in, like, you got to be different, You bro. have to be mentally, you like, gotta a little be, off, you gotta be, a little bit. You got to be. You have to be, bro. Yeah. Because she's saying that. She didn't laugh. And believe in, like, 100%. She, no, 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 this wasn't a joke, bro. <laughs> she was like, mm, like, I got 23, you got 20. Now, this is crazy to me. There's no one that did their job better at anything than Serena. I'm sorry. Once she, when she, when she said that to me, I was like. My first thought would have been like, oh, what you think of me then? <laughs> if I'm sitting there playing with her, like, like, she's like, I'm better than him. I got 23, he got 20. I'm sitting over there like, where do you want me to serve? 
Like, I would have just been like, let me just like. Bro, I'm like, but but that but that's that that's that mindset where it's just like, bro, I'm the best. When he said it, I was like, oh shit, I'm ass. She th- like, she thinks I'm like bad at uh, tennis. I'm I'm, I'm kind of decent, but she thinks I'm like not even in the same conversation. I shouldn't even be on the same court right now. Nah, bro. Fair with Ace in there, and she was like, oh, I don't get it. What you mean you don't get it? This man got like the second most aces in the ATP history. Like, no, 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 no. He, and he's 6'2. No, yeah. No, he's the same toss. Like, but he can't take you on everywhere. All right. Yo, I'm about to go ahead and yeah, I got her early. I got an 8 a.m. car in the morning, fellas. Oh, man, let's go. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all, man. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully, you got some good stuff. This is just so formal. All right, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you.